to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And this week, I'm going to look at a historical event. It's the 80th anniversary of Japanese internment, Executive Order 9066. So I want to look at that event, and I'm going to look at it from the perspective of a child. So George Takai has a great TED Talk um, where he examines his experience during World War II in internment camps. Takai is a famous actor and he was in Star Trek, and he's also an activist who has a real perspective. I think he became an activist because of his experience during World War II. And I I, I go into that, I go into his relationship with his father, because he talks about how his father was influenced by the events more than anyone, and suffered more than anyone. So I found that psychologically interesting, and so I go into that, and you know, what a person probably went through psychologically during that time period. And then I go into the history, just talking about like who was interned. Why did we intern Japanese in California, but not in Hawaii? And I'm gonna give my my analysis, you know, based on, I taught the lesson this week. So, you know, my sources, my textbook that I use and uh, a few articles that I've read. And uh, there's a lot of sources this week out, out there about Japanese internment. So, you know, the LA Times is a great article on Japanese internment that came out this week. I think it, I'm getting the title now it was How to Remember Japanese Incarceration 80 Years Later. So that's in the LA Times. I also talk about Farewell to Manzanar, which is a really uh, interesting book that I read in college. So it's a topic that's fascinated me because I think one of the big ideas is what do you do under crisis, right? And so in a crisis, we tend to blame groups a lot of times. This has been going on since like witch hunts, right? We talk about witch hunts in history. We talk about it sometimes as a joke in our pop culture, but they're, and sometimes seriously, but a witch hunt tends to focus on a minority group. And why do we do that? And I think this is, uh, we're trying to get to a certain truth about human nature here. And I think the truth is, that we do it too much and it's it's always pretty tragic so uh we're going to look at japanese internment and look at the um what happened from a child's perspective in this case george takai i hope you enjoy the podcast and I'm, i thank you for listening to this this edition of the classics podcast please subscribe please share it with a friend if you like history culture documentaries books articles uh, john and i go into all of that on the podcast And uh, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening to the Class X Podcast. Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And today I'm going to look at a little bit of history. It's the 80th anniversary of Executive Order 9066 from President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And this executive order led to Japanese internment. And so it's a bit of a coincidence because I actually taught the subject this week to my history classes. And then I realized it's the 80th anniversary. So I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And I like to go over the subject by focusing on some of the events that took place the history, the historical context, and also a TED Talk by George Takai, who is probably, you, you may know him from Star Trek fame. He's a famous actor, and he has his TED Talk titled, Why I Love a Country That Once Betrayed Me. It's a wonderful talk. Takai, is a, he's a famous actor. 
He was, um, you know, he's well known in our culture. And then he later became an activist, which is, I think, you know, the connection there is pretty clear going through in tournament as a young man and as a young child, and then just feeling like politics is personal. And so, you know, what most people don't know is that Takai did go through this internment process, the situation during World War II. And in Takai's words, and it's interesting because he describes it as a child, right? And so he says, like, soldiers came to his house. They rounded up his family. No charges, no due process. And he sees his mo mother crying. And so it's just like you're getting this experience how a child views this crazy situation. And he also gives this general kind of perspective on these internment camps. There were internment camps all over the West Coast, California, Arkansas, Wyoming, Colorado, Arizona. So you had a, whole, a total of 120,000 Japanese Americans who were interned during this process. And, you know, it's, it's a number, right? 120,000. It's such a big number. It's a statistic. But what Takai does is he personalizes it for the audience. And that's what I appreciate about TED Talks like this and perspectives like this is that the personalizing of it really helps us understand what people actually went through, not just a, a statistic on in a book. So he talks about being taken from his home by soldiers who told him to pack up. And, you know, he told he talks about that. And you can see the emotion when he's talking about this this experience. He talks about going to the camp and experiencing the, the, the internment camp as a child. Eventually, the war ends. And so Takai takes his TED Talk and he moves it from the internment camps to his life post-internment camp, which must have been a huge adjustment for all Japanese Americans. As, and as he got older, what's really fascinating to me, it kind of stood out as a really truthful empathetic telling of what happens to families during events like this is that as he got older, he found himself actually arguing with his father a lot about politics. So, but he comes to this empathetic conclusion regarding his father. And the conclusion is that he he's, he's the one who suffered the most his father did. And it makes sense to Kai was a child, right? And his playful imagination probably allowed him to see the camp through the eyes of innocence through the eyes of his, his imagination, just through a, you know, a, a child's imagination. Whereas his father, he lost everything. You know, I don't know how old his father was. I'm guessing in his late thirties, forties, his father lost everything, you know, everything he worked for. His father lost his work, his ability to provide for his family, his dignity, and his overall sense of purpose. So, you know, psychologically, we talk about like stages of development and Eric Erickson's a big important the theorist and he talks about this as you know the stage where and i'm thinking about it from his father's perspective the stage where you know a person really gets meaning from their work from taking care of ch their children building healthy relationships and that was missing from his father so i could see how that i don't know it just made me look at the experience of someone going through the internment camp in a different kind of way um, the stage itself is called generativity versus stagnation. And it's interesting because stagnation involves neuroticism, placing, placing one's concerns over the concerns of everyone else, kind of like a, a self-absorption. And unfortunately, you can see how an internment camp would create that, right? Because it's survival. 
survival and you're not thinking about those normal things that you would be thinking about if you were living in just the normal real world, um, which can be stressful in itself, but not like an internment camp where everything has been taken from you. So it's literally you've turned into the opposite of being a healthy, productive adult. And I thought that was kind of that was interesting that listening to the TED Talk made me reflect on that, reflect on what his father must have been going through. And that's a place that I never really took uh, the study of Japanese internment. And so I'm happy he he went there. So the, like I said, this, the psychological part really interests me because also as a history teacher, I like when we focus on the individual. You know, we often ignore the individual in history and we focus on big ideas, big statistics. You know, there's that saying like when one person dies, it's a tragedy. When thousands or millions dies, it's a statistic. And that's really, you know, that's really true for so many events. But I think that, you know, we do that to the detriment of truth and the truth. It really is within this, the experience of the individual. And in my opinion, I think the truth really and how it impacts individuals. That's that's what's interesting. So politics and ideology, I think that's often how we we typically see events. We see it through a political lens, maybe through a nationalistic lens. But I don't feel like that gets to the truth. I prefer the Takai experience. I prefer the experience of a five-year-old boy who's giving us his perspective. Maybe that's why we like to read we read Anne Frank, why we read, you know, the, the child's perspective. There's a famous book about actually Japanese internment that I that I had to read in college, which I, I love the book. It's called uh, Farewell to Manzanar. And it's from a seven-year-old girl's perspective. And you know, you just connect with it because you know a kid is gonna just tell you their innocent experience. And to me, that's way more important than analyzing an executive order or the the perspective of the of the politician, in this case FDR, and why that politician chose to to uh to you know to sign that executive order. I think that's more it's more important to to understand the perspective of the child. So back to the history, the history of World War II, in my opinion, it's very interesting because especially specifically for Japanese Americans, um, because you have this group, the 442nd, the infantry regiment, segregated group of soldiers, Japanese fighting force, and they're the most decorated unit of World War II. And so you have their families in internment camps, but they're fighting, which is just fascinating to me. And, you know, World War II also saw this compare contrast that we often do in history classes where we have to ask the question. We know we had Nazi sympathizers in America. We know we had Mussolini supporters, you know, Italy, Germany, they were enemies. Why were the Japanese treated differently? That's the important question when it comes to these. And it's it's a, it's okay to think about that and reflect on that. And that is a, a, a historical racial analysis to see, you know, just ask the question, why? And you don't have to just like rationalize and justify. You can actually say, okay, there is something different going on here. And I, I think that that's an important analysis to be had. And that, you know, many histor many students in a history class do actually engage with that question. And I think it's a good one to engage with. In California, just a California state history, I live in California. And there, just to emphasize one thing, there is a continuity of racism towards Asian Americans, specifically Asian immigrants. 
And that started in the 1800s and it continued through Japanese internment and it continues today through COVID. So I think that's another interesting uh, lens to look at it through. So in history, we always talk about historical thinking skills. Continuity is one of them. And to see that continuity is really important. Uh, it hasn't gone away. And why is it still around? Who knows? You know, some things get embedded in the culture. And whenever we're going through a stressful event, we kind of tap into it over and over again. And I think Japanese internment was definitely an example of that. But it's, a, it's an example of a, a larger process that's taken place. Um, so what that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast to just kind of express that. So a couple of other notes. Japanese families, just to understand what they were going through, you know, think about like what your family has. You, know, you have your house. Hopefully you have maybe a business. You have money in the bank. Well, Japanese families, they lost all of that. They lost everything. Families lost their businesses, their homes, their income during World War II. So everything was taken from them. So when Takai is talking about his family, right, and he's talking about how his father is going into this internment camp he's also you know talking about losing everything and when he talks about going to la after the experience at the internment camp going to la and being and living in a, a very rough area so rough that his sister actually asked his mom to can we go back home home being the internment camp so when 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 takai talks about that i think it has a deeper meaning when you understand that like Japanese Americans lost everything during World War II. I know there's, I guess there's this debate right now in history. I say, I guess, because it's not really the experience of me as a history teacher, but where some people don't want to say negative things about American history or in American history, I don't really understand. I mean, you want to learn history, right? And so to me, that's like, you can't, you have to understand the positive and the negative and under, in order to understand truth, because really the point of studying history is to learn to, to get to truth. And I think studying the Japanese experience really gets us to an understanding of human nature, maybe that would be um, missing if we ignore it. So the last note, which I think is another important idea here in Hawaii, where the attacks occurred at Pearl Harbor and over 2,400 Americans were killed by, the, by, by Japan. In Hawaii, one-third of Hawaii was Japanese, and those Japanese Americans were not interned. There, was, there were no internment camps in Hawaii. So that, again, begs the question, let's think about this. Why were they not interned? If you're going to intern people in California and Arizona and Colorado. And the question, the answer is really simple. And I personally, I believe that no one should have been interned. Um, but the answer is pretty simple. They were too vital to the economy, you see. So they were too vital to the economy. That's what most historians believe. And, you know, that shows that they did not have to be interned. And so I think that, you know, this, this story, this is an interesting one. It's an interesting event in American history. And I, I see it as, you know, there's many modern parallels. You can look at it in many ways, racial analysis, historical analysis, psychological analysis. I think it was a horrible event in our history and we should use it as an example. There's a reason why in 1988, the government apologized and paid reparations 
probably not enough 20,000 to people who lost everything but i think there there is a there is an understanding that we can gain from it and we can also see that this could happen here you know camps um unfortunately the 19th late 19th early 20th century was full of camps concentration camps in um many different countries obviously we we know a lot of us know about the holocaust but it happened here also with internment camps um in a different way but you could see that there was something going on in the late 19th early 20th mid 20th century that that led people to take groups and put them in in camps which is uh a tragic part of our history if you're really interested in this subject you can look at um this there's a book called farewell to manzanar which is an excellent book um the takaya ted talk is good and the la times had a great article this week uh, titled how to remember japanese incarceration 80 years later and i thought that was i really liked that the article because it's it's talking about how japanese americans the, the next the generations i mean today's generation really they're, they're trying to keep the history to remember it and and put it in like museums and tell that story digitally and and just try to keep the memory alive of what their family experienced because it was clearly a meaningful event for their family and the and it's really impacted them so i recommend all those things i think it's an important subject i recommend the ted talk and thanks for listening to the podcast hopefully you uh subscribe to the podcast and leave a leave a comment and a rating we appreciate it it helps us it helps get us get more people to listen to the podcast so thanks for listening to the class x podcast i'll see you next week Thank you.